Hello and welcome to Spirit and Truth's podcast series. My name is Art Cole. I am the Connect Pastor at Spirit and Truth Worship Center in Orange, California. And I'd like to talk to you today about Aaron's rod or the staff of Aaron. Aaron was Moses' brother and his staff played an important part in God's plan to lead the Israelites out of Egypt into the promised land. In ancient Israelite culture, the rod or the staff was a symbol of authority. Shepherds used rods to guide and correct their flocks. We can see in Psalms 23 that the staff of the psalmist, King David, refers uh, to several meanings. In Psalms 23, we see it referenced as a shepherd's staff that looks after a flock of sheep. The staff has multiple uses, and I want to talk about how the staff is used for rest, care, protection, saving, intercession, and finally, miracles. First, the staff gives rest. In Psalms 23, it starts off right away by saying, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So we know immediately that we're talking about shepherding tools. The shepherd uses staff to lean on in case the ground is dry or there's nowhere to sit. So a shepherd often has to be standing for long shifts watching after the sheep as they graze and as they move. For us today, that rest of the staff is a symbol that we can lean on God and he leans into us. He is both the shepherd and the staff supplying the rest we need. Next is the rescuing portion of a staff. And the classic staff, you might have seen pictures of it, it's it's long, it's usually taller than the person holding it or longer than the person holding it. And that allows them to double their reach or triple their reach so they can get things and bring it back to them. The staff has a curved end. And when a dangerous situation is, is, is brought to a shepherd where they need to either rescue an animal uh, or pull themselves to safety, uh, that curved end helps to either hook an animal and pull it to safety, or you can use it yourself to reach and grab a root or a tree or some other kind of object to pull yourself out of safety. So the staff is a rescuing device, and it saves. And it's, it's, it's that act of God that saves us. God rescued us. Even I was so blown away when I started thinking about the actual cross of Calvary that the only way that the Lord can be spread out between heaven and earth was that the staff or the cross of Calvary had a perpendicular uh, uh, direction to it, meaning there was a vertical part of the cross that went into the earth but there was also a horizontal part of the cross that held the, 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 the victim or the accused to that cross. 
And that same perpendicular shape, you can see it in the shepherd's staff. And I'm just blown away by that symbolism that the cross of Calvary saved us because it, it had that shape to it where it can hold the Savior. Next is the staff is a, is a guide. It guides us. That long end of the staff that's straight, it's there to help guide us through life. It was there to help guide sheep with gentle uh, taps one direction or the other. It helped uh, reach beyond the grasp of, of the shepherd and go further than they can reach. And it helped them to reach beyond their current where they were at. And, and I love that part about the, the defending, the protection part of the rod, because that rod, a lot of times people talk about how don't spare the rod when you're correcting your children. And some people mean that to take an actual rod and correct their children. No, this rod of what's talking about here in the Bible is a defensive rod, meaning when when vandals or or ravenous beasts come in to attack sheep, the shepherd needs a stiff end to that rod to ward away and beat back the enemies that are coming in to, to, to either uh, harm an animal, steal an animal, or even attack the shepherd. That staff is, has a long, blunt, stiff end so it can be swung and, and, and strike uh, our, our enemies. So the rod is not there to beat us down. The rod is there to protect us and to ward off our enemies and to bring at naught the plans of the devil. The Bible says, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. That's because God is our protector and he is our shepherd and he has that staff that is real. He's wielding that staff and he's pushing back darkness for our benefit. There's another part of this rod that's very important. The, the, the hooked end would be held in the arms while the long end is brought out and the animals would pass underneath that. This is a, this is a very uh, interesting part of the usage of a shepherd and a rod. He used that and the animals would pass underneath that rod and he used it as a counting device. I had never seen this in my study of the shepherd's staff and rod, but he would hold this out, and as each animal passed underneath, he would count the animal. It's very important, uh, and I like it to a trip that you might have gone on if you have children and you were a chaperone for a field trip, and you helped the teacher or the staff there keep count of the children. And it's very important also for a shepherd to keep count of the sheep. The classic story there in the Bible and in, in the Gospels is that the Lord Jesus Christ, he left the 99 to go after the one. Well, how, how in that parable they, the, the shepherd knew there was one had gone away was that rod was used as a counting device. We know that God cares for us deeply. It says in Psalms that we are the apple of his eye, that everywhere he looks, he sees us. 
He's even numbered the hairs on our on our head. We are very important to God, and He is count. He is He 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 He's so caring for us that He counts us, and He uses that rod to do that. I want to talk next about intercession and then ultimately miracles. And this is taking us to the story back with Aaron's rod. Aaron, the brother of Moses, uh, those two did a lot of miracles leading up to the exodus of the children of God from Egypt across the Red Sea into the uh, into the desert and on their way to the promised land. Aaron's rod was used numerous times. And some of them, some of the things you might remember in scripture about Aaron's rod uh, was that it was used during the plagues. One of the things that happened there uh, during the plagues was that Moses and Aaron came before Pharaoh and Pharaoh and his, and they call them the Magi in the Bible or his, 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 uh, sorcerers were ridiculing Moses and Aaron and their God and saying, what are you going to do? What, what will you be able to do if my sorcerers, uh, produce, um, snakes and, God spoke to Moses and Aaron and said, uh, do what I say to do. And God said to Moses, tell Aaron to thrust forth his rod onto the ground. And Aaron took his rod and threw it to the ground. And God turned Aaron's rod into a giant snake. Some people say that snake was as large as a bus. Um, some, some translations in the Bible. I don't know how large it was, but it was big enough to swallow up those Magi's uh, staffs that had turned into stakes, snakes. And then that snake turned back into a staff and Aaron picked it back up. That same uh, uh, rod of Aaron uh, was also used by uh, Moses uh, uh, several times as well. Um, the... The, it also said here in one of the plagues for Moses told Aaron to take your staff and stretch it over the waters of Egypt and over the rivers and over the canals and over the ponds and all the pools and waters. And the Bible says that they've all be, they all became blood and there was blood in every waterway and every pool in the land of Egypt. And uh, also the plague of frogs came upon the land of Egypt with Aaron's rod. Also, the rod was struck against the ground and it made gnats. Uh, so there were several plagues that were done. So what, what am I trying to say by talking about Aaron's rod in this way? When, when, when Aaron was asked by Moses to stretch forth his rod or in Pharaoh's court to throw down his rod, this is a type of intercession. This is a type of prayer. Prayer is a mighty tool that we have with God. Prayer is is when we ask God for his protection, his, his providence, his help. 
his care. When we ask God in prayer in Jesus' name, it's the same way that Aaron took his rod and he threw it down on the ground before his enemies. When we intercede for somebody, we are taking the authority of God which is just like the staff of a shepherd in the Bible. And we are putting it forth. And we are, in some instances, we are completely letting go of what we think needs to happen. We're letting go of our plans. We're letting go of our thoughts. We're letting go of our emotions, our desires. And we're completely letting that go and letting the authority of God work it out. And I, I love this symbol of Aaron throwing his rod down at the word of God. Moses says, throw your rod down and Aaron lets go of it. We need to intercede and let God be God and let God perform the, the miracle. And this is powerful. This leads me to the last part about Aaron's rod. And this is the most, just this part blows me away the most. When they finally got out of Egypt, God's, God, the Israelites got out of Egypt. They went over the Red Sea. By the way, that was, that was Moses' rod that was put over the waters. And, it, and they walked on dry ground. And then the Red Sea swallowed up their enemies behind them. When they got into, when they, when, when they started journeying towards the promised land, the, the children of God started murmuring against Moses and against Aaron and they started grumbling and they started they started to say that we'd be better off if we would have died in Egypt than to come out here and die in the middle of the desert here's what murmuring does and and many of these leaders that were with Moses and Aaron and many of these tribe leaders that were that were in the desert and they were journeying towards the promised land many of these they all had staffs in fact it was a very common device it was a it was used for walking it was used uh, uh, if you were a shepherd it was used if you were if you were uh, many different tools for a staff well, at, at one point, God was so upset that he that that he even opened up the earth and swallowed up uh, Korah and the people of Korah. Korah said to Moses, "You've gone too far. We've been brought out here, and 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 what right do you and 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 your brother have?" This was Korah talking to Moses. What right do you and your brother have to speak for us? to speak for the people of God. Immediately, the Bible says that God opened up the earth and swallowed up Korah and all the people that were with him. And very scary. And God was becoming very upset with the, with the, with the people. In fact, Moses and Aaron, uh, after that, when they had learned that God was going to wipe out all the murmuring people, uh, Aaron and Moses interceded and pleaded with God not to kill them. And the Bible says that a destroying angel came through the camp and took out almost like a sniper came in through the camp that, that, that next night and it took out all the murmurers. Well, of course, everybody was terrified and and God's, God spoke to Moses and, and, and said, uh, gather all the people into the meeting tent, all the leaders of all the tribes. And so these were the 12 tribes. Aaron was there representing the Levites. 
and he he had his rod and so all 12 tribes put down their rods that in that meeting place that that night and when they got up in the morning Aaron's rod uh, God had promised who who I have favor in their rod will bud well Aaron's rod not only budded but it flowered and it produced almond fruit it, it produced a nut and 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 what's so miraculous about that is that everybody was complaining and the and, and talking about death and saying we're gonna die out here we should have just died in Egypt we're gonna die here in the desert the 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 rod of Aaron is showing the people of God that if you have if you're humble if you're submitted like Aaron and like Moses are if you're humble and submitted I can bring life through you I can bring life into your future I can bring life in an instant and it's so miraculous to know that Aaron's rod then became a symbol that was added to the Ark of the Covenant. And the Ark of the Covenant was the stone tablets that it broke that had the Ten Commandments on them. It had manna symbolizing uh, God's um, going to going to provide. It had and then it had Aaron's rod, which uh, talked about the 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 God always bringing forth life. Life is always going to come. And so it's so powerful, these symbols in the Bible. I hope you enjoyed hearing about uh, Aaron's rod, David's rod, a shepherd's rod, and the staff and the different attributes. Again, I want to talk about these, these six things really quick. A rod is something we can lean on and find rest A rod is something we can use to care for and we can can know that God is counting us and he's caring for us. A rod is a defensive, it's a protector, it protects, we know God protects us. A God rescues, we know the miracle of the cross that God saved us. We know that God uses us, his people, to intercede and to pray for miracles, signs, and wonders. And we know through our humility and our submission to God and authority that God can work miracles in our life. This was a longer study than usual. I hope you enjoyed it and that you'll be blessed. And let me pray for you. Lord Jesus, I pray that this symbol of a rod and a staff It would bring comfort, Lord, to the hearers. And I pray, God, as they study Psalms 23 and they go and read portions in Numbers chapter 16, Numbers chapter 18, Exodus 7, 8, and 28, that they will find direction and hope and rest in your word, Lord. I pray it in Jesus' name. And I thank you for it. Amen.